This week on Erotic Awakening, leveling up 2022 and beyond. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Patron supporters receive a free version of the audiobook, Polyamory Toolkit, as well as ad-free early access to podcasts, free ebooks, exclusive chats, and other contents. Check out all the options at eroticawakening.com. And thank you to our newest supporters, Elizabeth. And Luke. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Just want to point out one more time, some quick news. Patron members are now not only getting the free copy of the audiobook, um, but they can also get the free copy of the audiobook on Spotify. And if you don't want to be a patron, but you want the audiobook, Spotify is a sale on right now for the Polyamory Toolkit for only $11.99. Get your copy now. Awesome, awesome. We put a lot of work into that that recording. That is not our skill set. Nope, next time <laughs> I'm going to get Billy West and... Nuh-uh. No, I'm not. Billy West, do you know who Billy West is? Yeah, I do, actually. Futurama. Futurama, indeed. Woohoo! I remembered and I'm, something. And I, I'm trying to remember the name of the... Leela? Nope, nope. The girl that does the uh, kid with the rabbit ears on Bob's Barker. Bob's, <laughs> Bob's, Burger. Bob's Burger. Oh, I love her. She does a lot of voices of a lot yes. of things. So. As well as one of the crazy pages on 30 Rock, if you remember that. I do remember All that. Right. So that was cool. So now I think people like to hear it in our voice, but yeah, definitely not our skill set. So that that was that was a lot of time and work. So Dawn, over the past uh, 20 or so years that we've been involved in BDSM, there's some stuff that we have come across that either I or you have said, nah, not for us, or no, I don't think that's safe or can be done safely enough that I want to look into it. That is true. And uh, times change and people change. And there's uh, two things that I am looking to become competent not necessarily a skilled well skilled enough yeah i guess i am looking to level up my skills on two particular areas of bdsm well i know one of them which is kind of edgy so you would oh, have i think to, they're both edgy are i don't know what the other one is so the one that i know of at least i don't think i know what it is but the one i know of you do need a little bit of skill a little bit of training a little bit of teaching so that you are doing this risk aware yes and and we'll go ahead and reveal the two things that i'm looking into right now uh one the one that i'm heavily studying right now is chemical play nice and that is well you're you're gonna be the (laughs) test demo on that one our first experience of that many years ago was one of those that put it off as, as a little too dangerous right but this would be using things like body rubs like tiger bomb or um ben gay as, okay. as well as uh, things like cinnamon oil. Uh, um, what else? We have oh, some Listerine strips. Oh, some... Yeah, you've already tried the cinnamon toothpaste. Yes. So we got started there. Now, that was warm. Before you go writing <laughs> in and saying, oh, my gosh, that's dangerous. Don't do that. Um, I, for example, um, the body rubs. There's just so much information that you have to pick up before mm-hmm. you get going. We, we interviewed someone for the podcast a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. So when we were in New York, we inter- interviewed somebody. I remember that. So we, there's a little bit of knowledge here on the show. And um, I'm hoping you're going to share more knowledge with us later. So because you're you've really been studying this. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting 
to and and that this is not necessarily the topic of the show is chemical play because I don't have enough to say about it yet. Uh, but just what are we going to do? What are we not? Are there any kinks that you have or mm-hmm. are willing to practice that 20 years ago you would have said, nope, nope, not into that. That sounds dangerous. That sounds terrible. Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Um, anything that I would not try then that I would try now. And just to give you a moment to think, the other thing that I've been reading and exploring a little bit about lately is erotic hypnosis. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. And I'm reading a really good book on that right now. And we will uh, have more to say about that as I find somebody to talk on the podcast about it. Well, we have interviewed someone on the podcast about it. So, but that's also been a really long time Mm -hmm. ago. Um, And that is one of those things, uh, hypnotism that I have not been interested in. So if you're going to try that out on me, I'd, I'd be curious about that. It's not a red. It's just I'm not interested in it particularly, particularly. I think I got that word right. Um, just because uh, I don't know. But, so the, not, I, but do you have anything sure. before you worry about hypnosis? Do you have anything um, over the years that you've said, I am way more interested in this than I used to be or even something that it used to be a red that is has gone to a wow i really want to check this out now um bastinado okay so bastinado is one of those things which is the the caning or the striking of the feet mm-hmm. and um one of our first scenes that we ever saw at a house party was someone it was a punishment bastinado scene and um i really have had no interest in that whatsoever and then you and I were doing a sensual spanking class and someone said, and we went over, you, it doesn't have to just be the ass, right? It can be the breast. It, it can be the, the cunt is the word <laughs> that comes to mind, right? It, it can be uh, cock and balls, you know, there's all kinds of spanking involved. And then someone from the audience, because you asked for other places to spank. And someone said, what about the bottoms of the feet? And without even thinking, you just picked up my feet and started spanking the bottom of my feet. And I'm like, oh, that works. (laughs) Right. So that is something I would be willing to try. Um, I still have a couple of reds, one of which is tickling. Mm -hmm. And you have tried to tickle me. You tickled me recently with a thumper of all things. One of our friends had a muscle thumper and you tried it on my sides, which was ticklish. And yep, nope, still not interested. Um. Can you think of anything else? I can only think of one other red that I have, and that will probably be a red for a very long time. Mm-hmm. The um, the do you feel any desire to level up on any of your kinks to say, oh, you know what, I should really be better at this, or I should try and experience this? Well, it's 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 hard. Mm, is it? I was going to say it's hard for a submissive to learn more about a kink it's not like we're the ones unless we're service tops or something but as a submissive i mean a lot of people tell us it's all about processing the pain right you know and things like that we don't really learn skills but that can also be argued i i totally get that you just said something else something that i want to give more time to or something i think you said um, I could easily see me getting more into um things like needle play. Okay. And um 
I was going to say staple play because I've done that before, mm-hmm. but no, I, I don't, I like the needle play. I like the closeness while someone causes that sort of pain. The endorphins are phenomenal. And it's not the same as with like staple play or um, I'm not into cutting and things like that. So, but needle play, I don't know what it is about it, but I really like it. I would like to have Phoenix wings again. Mm -hmm. I would like to have a corset down my back. I would like to have things like that. Uh, It's, it's funny. We, we know people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but do you feel any need, any desire to to make that happen is there are you actively pursuing that because you haven't mentioned I'm it to me not. right i i i'm not is it on my 101 naughty list my 101 naughty goals in a thousand and one days i haven't even looked at that since covid hit mm-hmm. right so no i haven't really pursued anything um i've got one person i've started playing with at kk and, but it's still mostly impact. Usually what I do with people is impact. Um, needle play to me is uh, very edgy because it involves blood, right? Mm-hmm. The person that I'm playing with, I want to make sure is I, uh, healthy, mm-hmm. right? Because needles can prick their skin by accident as well. And then we have fluid bonding. Right. So it's one of those edgy play things that, and, and I don't want someone see, here's where my shit gets in the way. Okay. Because I don't want it just as a skill. I don't want someone that's just good at needle play and we're just going to do needle play. I want someone that is also good with the energy part of it. Right. So I don't like to be topped with a skill. I, I want it to have that energy focus with the skill so that I can get into subspace and it's all about that dynamic that's hard to find sometimes so I end up watching people for like years before I ask them to play Mm -hmm. right because I I want to be able to just let loose and trust what they're doing and that's hard to do with pickup play. See, the funny thing is, I think that over uh, during 2022, and I don't know if this is a response to not getting into play parties for the previous, you know, couple, um, of, couple of years uh, due to a pandemic, is that I've been more willing to explore, more interested in uh, the last couple of events we've gone to. I've done the unusual signing up for the uh, tops looking for bottoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my first degradation play. I had um, two separate sexual BDSM scenes with people that I didn't know beforehand. Um, and yeah. it's just, so, so, go ahead. I'm I was sorry. just gonna say, so I'm, I'm continually at this point, I am kind of trying to um, resist. You know what? We just watched this silly little movie. <laughs> that is true. I was just thinking about that. I don't. Do you remember what it was called? The Yes Man. The Yes Man with Jim mm-hmm. Carrey, where he's going to say yes to everything. Yeah. But it is a little bit more of an attitude of saying yes. I am willing to try that. Like with the degradation scene. Normally, I would, you know, prior the previous eighteen years, I've said no. That's really not what I'm into. I'm into sensual humiliation, but not degradation. Yeah, I, and, and I'm not into degradation. So you would have to try it with someone else. But this was an opportunity for somebody who says, oh, well, this is what I'm really into. And I started to explore that. And it ends up that the 
I have fond memories of that scene. Um, and I would be happily, I'd be willing to explore doing a degradation scene with someone else at this point. I wouldn't say that it's one of my new favorite number one kinks, but it's certainly something that I've added to my list of things that I can see doing now. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of other things that would have been a no before that not so much now, but um, yeah, degradation still doesn't do it for me. I really thought, oh, for many years, I wanted to do interrogation play, mm -hmm. right? And then we were at Woodstock's where I watched some interrogation play. I mean, that was, do you remember that? They had like the people they were going to interrogate. They had to drink a gallon of water before the interrogation and then not pee on themselves. And, you know, <laughs> just all this type of stuff. There were starter guns used. So people were warned that there was going to be gunshots and, you know, not the type of interrogation that I thought I wanted. I want more now. Wait, I can change that because <laughs> if it becomes role play, <laughs> right. We've talked about this before where if it's like, role play and i have actually done it before son of a bitch bad bunny bad bunny and her husband mm -hmm. now the scene wasn't about interrogation play but there was a little bit of it to begin with it was a tentacle scene <laughs> and at the beginning i was the winch and i had to tell them where the key was or they were going to feed me to the kraken mm -hmm. And they whipped me, they whipped buttons off of my clothes. And I mean, just whipped me trying to, trying to find out where the key is. Well, they never told me where the key was. I had no clue. Right. Right. So I got fed to the Kraken and oh my God, that was amazing. Was that interrogation play? I don't know, but it, it did have that, that feel to it mm -hmm. for a little bit. So if someone was dressed like in a military costume or something like that, and it was interrogation that way, I think I would still find that hot, but right. not the way that I saw it Woodstocks, even though it really did it for the people that were involved in it. So, so you don't have this sense of um, time is fleeting. I absolutely do. Okay. But I also have the sense of, I'm not in control of these situations. You're in control of these situations. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you get to negotiate and there's limits put on it and boundaries put on it. But for me, I, I, I don't know. I don't want someone putting needles in my body or things like that, that I don't know mm -hmm. and haven't interacted with. So it's harder for me. Yeah. And, and for people that are new to the podcast, I'll recognize, identifies as a bottom and a submissive and I am a top mm -hmm. and a dominant. So maybe that's, you know, that's where I think that you're coming from with the, the aspect that's harder for, for me. And like I said, it's also because I like that energy exchange. Right. And that doesn't always happen. People don't always click or um, hell I'm a presenter, but it's hard for me to ask another presenter because I know how busy they are because I know how busy I am. Mm -hmm. Right. But those are the people that I know more. Right. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. We've got events coming up this year and I've been having so much fun here in Arizona where we're parked at for a couple of months that I haven't even given much thought to the events that we have coming up. And I have been putting myself on the bottom list. That's how I got mm -hmm. 
So um, what events do sometimes is they'll put out doms looking for bottoms and bottoms looking for doms and people put out there what it is they're looking for. That's how I ended up with um, the person I'm playing with now at the KK events. They answered that ad, but um, yeah, you can only put it out there so many times. Sure. Sure. Right? What um, see now you and I, we don't do new year's resolutions. Instead we do a word of the year. And last year yes. your word was vibrant. Oh. And mine was discipline. Oh, I, I love how my word turned out <laughs> for last year, for this year, for last year, okay. vibrant was an amazing word to have for the year. Now I have kind of these subtext words um, of last year. My word of the year was discipline and I'm kind of going to try and stick with some, some, and that's about self-discipline and not being a disciplinary. Discipline. Plenarian, thank you. <laughs> uh, but being self-disciplined, mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep a little bit of that this year. Uh, but and we share a common word that we've come up with recently, which is to explore. Mm-hmm. Right? We actually went to a uh, ghost well, town, a, a ghost town that required us to cut through five miles of a military base, where it said, "Do not stop. Do not. No standing. Uh, no no stopping, drones. No, no standing, photography. No dr- right? It was very." Keep it moving. Yeah, don't pull over and don't stand still. Yep. Um, do you remember my word of the year? Your word of the year. Wow. Why is that not in my head? I don't know. It's not mine either. Uh-oh. Am I supposed to be reminding you? I was hoping I one of us would remember it. What your word was. Passion. Passion. Yes. Yay, Thank I you. win. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Um, and passion in general, meaning just having a passion for life, having a, um, recognizing that if you're not passionate about doing something, make sure, why are you doing it? Does it really further along something very important to you? Um, do you remember what my word is? Manifest. Manifest, right. So if I want to live out these things that are on my 101, goal list my sexy 101 goal list i need to make them happen right right? yeah i need to manifest and i know a lot of dominance actually i keep thinking the dominance are the ones that are supposed to reach out and i had just figured out right before covid we've been doing this for over 20 freaking years and right before covid i had just gotten comfortable enough to ask a few dominants to play because it finally struck me that i think the submissives need to be asking the dominants to play mm-hmm. it has to the one of the dominants i asked about this i'm like we play a lot but it's only when i ask you why and he's like it has something to do with the consent Uh, the the feeling of consent he doesn't he feels like there's such a power imbalance that if a dominant ask a submissive ask a submissive to play a submissive might say yes just to be submissive there's the power imbalance and i'm like oh so i should be asking more and had just started asking people I had dates at every event we went to right there before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And um, I've kind of forgotten that because I didn't get to practice it more, right. right? So practice, practice, practice. Well, fortunately, these things manifest. Uh, fortunately for us, we're going to have a lot of opportunities to practice. Uh, this list is actually a few things short at this point. Uh, and I'll try, let's see. I, we know we will be doing events in Montana, Detroit, De- Toronto, and Phoenix. I think as we just well got asked 
for Baltimore. Baltimore and Pennsylvania is going to be added to the list as well. Cleveland and maybe Dayton. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So we'll have plenty of time to play. We should probably reach out to Nashville and a couple of other places. You might be listening to us right now thinking, well, I would love to try some chemical play with Dan, or I would love to (laughs) to put needles in Dawn. But how will I know where you're going to be? So keep up with all of our events, book news, which... Wait, I'm not saying nothing. Book (laughs) news and discounts and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And get your EA shout out like Connor from Ohio. Metabit. Harold from Ohio. Susan from Florida. And Annie from Ohio. A lot of Ohioans. A lot of Ohioans. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. So funny enough, though, we have not recorded for a couple of weeks with mm-hmm. the holidays and stuff, <laughs> but um, we did get to this spot here in Arizona where we're parked at and hanging out with Kevin and Katie, and we went to a munch, and there was five people at this munch. Two were from this area, and three were from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Someone else we know from Columbus, Ohio was down here snowbirding, and the Columbus, Ohioans had more people than the locals pretty strange <laughs> the um tentacles oh there's enigma has been putting out some amazing tentacles on our um patron only discord room and Traver has been sending picnic table pictures so he has picked up the fact that i like picnic table sex mm-hmm. and instead of sending tentacles he's sending picnic tables uh nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that take a moment to support the podcast real sign up podcast google play stitcher spotify or wherever you listen or just tell your friends feel free to reach out to us we love interacting with you contact us with questions podcast comments podcast ideas or just to say hi you can find us at FetLife as Dan and Dawn. We are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or use the links on the Erotic Awakening website, Facebook and Discord. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at gmail.com. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan.